Welcome to the Electric Lecture Podcast, the story of a song. I am Greg Anson, and when we left last, Anthony and Cariotti had been working really hard on the mix, so let's jump back in and see where they're at. Dude, it just made this shit up. I didn't do anything. I just turned it on. There's no keyboard. There's no um, MIDI controller. That's exactly what we're talking about. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm a, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I don't like the loop in the pre-chorus because it's just, it, what happens is it, it's this all this motion and then the, everything changes for the chorus, you know what I mean? So I think the really straight chorus, pre-chorus is going to be a lot better. Just like, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, because what happens there is it, it's like a locomotive building up, building up, and then it just changes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a build to nothing, you know? So we're going to kill the loop in the pre-chorus. I think I got something. I don't know if this is the, the sound or not, but this rhythm is good. Um, You know, like, like that with the kick? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. I just think straightening it out is better than jacket 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 It's just too much motion, <laughs> you know? I don't know if that's ideal yet, but I'll keep working on it. Too many wow. notes. <laughs> think it's gonna work? Yeah. Do you like the concept? I do. What Very a sound. Good. It's quirky in a good Back. way. Very yeah, good idea. Down now. Is that drying it up a little bit? I'm trying to. I want to see which one's better. Yeah. Because I do like the uh, the roomy sound too. I think I like the drier one better. I like both. So yeah. whatever you think. Put them both on. <laughs> Meshing brilliantly with, with the original kick. You got it meshed perfect, perfectly. Awesome. It sounds like somebody's shouting in there. Okay, so what we heard there is is you were kind of adding a different beat to the pre-chorus, and what what was really amazing is in the tape I sent you, we had some toms like that. Yeah. In not exactly the same. And I don't know if that's subconscious, but like when might I heard have, this, very well made when I heard this, I didn't. And then when I heard this, it's like you made our part even better. Like, and that's like, it's like because I know I know when I recorded those toms, how we recorded them. There's no way I could have gotten that sound because the mic's like yeah. that far away. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like because when I heard that, I'm like, those are not my tom toms. But that's when I heard that. That's I think a really good example of how we kind of all write together. It's and, great. And when maybe you gave that to another client, they might not even realize that you completely made a whole new section of that. You know, I think that's that interesting, yeah. I think um, it goes back to my... Transitions are so important in songs. Yes. It's like, it's, it's they're, yeah, they're pivotal. I mean, they, mm-hmm. the, the, a transition from one section to another can make, 
either both sections sound great or both sections sound wrong <laughs> you know and it's it's funny but it was one of those things where it was like sometimes the human ear just needs a break and we had all the 16th note information and then we're coming to this even busier drum part so we need to, it's sort of like it's I call a breath it, yeah a breath a sorbet I call it sometimes it's just like you need to like cleanse the ears for a second and then whack them you know yeah. so that's I do that a lot yeah and, and I think the the way Cariotti accented like made the oh, oh he made the just, sound just, ridiculous yeah, that, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it takes what you said to another level completely of, of, of the yeah. different two feels yeah that that was like such a huge idea to get rid of like all the groovy like just for that yeah it feels like there's so much drama like dun, dun, dun. it's so it gets so like serious yeah. and dramatic and then when it goes to the chorus for me it's like oh there's like this really light feeling release i'm like back into this groove yeah and like you're smiling because you just built all this drama and then it's like here the surprise is good time it's like yeah back to the fun happy groove very cool i just love putting the funny edits that go on forever it's like if you're in the room you're probably going crazy what are you doing karyati How did you do that? You did it. No, I just think it's just funny that whole thing, how that came together, but completely separate from anything. I'm thinking that like this song needs to be a major advertising campaign for something. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like old navy, anything. Yeah. Celebrate, I mean sell, 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 sell. <laughs> So anybody out there listening to this who's looking for a giant sink in the advertising world, here we are. And I think, I think I was, I think Bronson had already sang. Was his? I think I might have heard his vocals. Well, that was actually really cool because we had sent the vocals, and then another day, I was, I was randomly at our studio, and you were on Instagram. And I was like taking a break and I was watching you on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sounds really crazy. Like something about you were making these crazy sounds. And then you sent me like, oh, hey, we're working on the vote. Do you want to sing this? Change the line. Took care of it right there over Instagram. That's funny. Took like 10 minutes. <laughs> Sends a file. <laughs> so like you heard on tape Anthony worrying about it and all it took was like two minutes and he had what he needed you know because we thought he called me i thought it was a great idea like did, yeah. you know it's like when you're working with stuff like that it's like you know just it's just a good idea it's like you're not gonna like you know it's it what the song's about you know our voices yes. blend so well together too it's like I, yeah it was a change from this uh this morning to this moment yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. celebrate this moment. Yeah, yeah. That was... and I do love our voices together. Yeah, it's good. You have such a, you have such a nice like, you can just make blankets out of your voice, and it just sounds so like warm but light and just co- yeah, you have very good. 
It's for fun. all the ahs at the end too. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, together we have a great texture. It's one of my favorite things to do. I have a drumstick in my mouth. Yeah, the, yeah, I can hear you. You're, gonna have to, you're such a patient person because when I do that, I start to like, like, my blood starts to boil. I start getting mad. It gets worse though when you when you get mad. Yeah, I know. A wise no, you man. Gotta, you gotta look at where, and then you'll get rid of it quicker. Uh, maybe solo, yeah. just uh, drums and bass. Yeah, so maybe start like four bars sooner so I can get into a pocket. Sure. Wait, are you doing upbeat? I did upbeat. <laughs> okay. It sounds cool, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's check yeah. it out. Against the other one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that might be really cool. We'll uh, see. Listen. All right, let's listen. No. <laughs> no. Bad idea. <laughs> bad, bad idea, volume one. All right. Okay. One, one, one more time. All right. Uh, four bar cue is okay. Sure, yeah. I think it sounds better when I accent exactly like what's there. Right. Which is what I did on the second half. Yeah, just yeah, keep... yeah, yeah. Let's just do it one more. Yeah. One more. Take that. It's the best so far. Here we go with that. If you, if you want to do a different performance, we can go to the next. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Chorus. Yeah, so yeah. That's a different performance. Yeah, this is the part of the pre-chorus that you just. Yeah, the first measure could be tighter, but I, yeah. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we? Yeah, the first the first measure, the accent was were just hit a little too hard. Yeah, like, like this this much. Okay. Um, All right, I'll just I'll just try to punch in on it. Yeah, let's get the first bar, uh, sixty one. But I like that double hit that you did there. Yeah, that was cool. That was great. Yeah, I think that's cool. Dig that. Yeah, it's cool. This How are they um, going to be panned? Do you think, like close, um, close together on top of each other? Or slightly? Yeah, probably close closer together. Yeah, you might have to tighten up a little bit the first part, but we'll see. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking in the bridge. Yeah. Let, let me, on the same track or another track, I, could, I was thinking it might be cool to do something that kind of enhance that, uh, like that that loop I had, like. I like it. Yeah. While we're set up, I'm gonna do it. So bring a little life to the the uh, tambourine. And this I did add it, but you guys ran through percussion quickly. Like it, this yeah, isn't yeah, the yeah. endless time. You guys record this quick. Yeah. I mean, you spend time going over it, but you didn't spend a lot of time. These are not yeah. probably the your second half is super groovy. Yeah, I agree. First half sucked big time, but <laughs> should we just do the second half? Yeah. The first half. Yeah, and it might even be. How long is the whole section? I think either eight or sixteen. I think it's uh, sixteen. If it's sixteen, no, it's go eight. It's eight. It's okay, eight. go go like five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. Try okay. that, or even four, five, six, seven. Try both. We'll see what sounds better. Right. It's great. That's uh, so. You want to do just three, three yeah. bars? Yeah. Okay. That was perfect. Where did you just loop? Yeah, that was five. That's, starting those from three five. bars are, are amazing. Okay. I couldn't do better than that in a million years. Those three bars are they accent just right. Yep. 
What a sound. Holy crap, that sounds good. Greasy. I have a million shakers of samples that don't sound like that, so it's just crazy. Okay, Eddie, cracking his knuckles on the table. Yeah, I can, I can hear myself thinking. It doesn't sound groovy. Yeah. We'll just do it again. Agree. And I need one other percussion instrument in the chorus is doing the clave. Because it's like... But nothing too percussive. I don't know, maybe kabasa or... What was that? Something in there. Clave rhythm. Something not too subtle. You do a lot of percussion. It's good. Good idea. Percussion cabinet. Going to the percussion box. Ooh. Then the last one I'm going to try is a maraca doing the same rhythm. Go. That's sweet. Anthony's the master of playing percussion. We do it again with oh, my yeah. ear. We should off. do a library. Okay. This sounds better than Maybe all my contact stuff. It wasn't so tight, but. <laughs> And record it with the Zoom. <laughs> Might have been something in there. I dang it. <laughs> with yeah. pointing the rock. It kind of dirties up the tambourine, which was a little too clean. Right. It makes it one one instrument, kind of. I feel like they go together. It's more of a party vibe, for sure. All I need is the samba whistle, and it'll be good. When the, the samba whistle, in, we that's never what we're going to put in the cowbell. Doing the, no, doing I'm the glad. Cowbell. Yeah, it, was, it would have been one be too many. <laughs> like a, a cool quad. Like, you might have thrown like... Carry out like crazy like, that night. Because yeah, yeah. he's sick of that. From all this crazy. From the <laughs> it's like, I'm going home. The samba whistle. We'll do the samba whistle tomorrow. <laughs> it's basically how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's recorded, right? Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Clave rules. Yeah. As soon as I started playing the clave, the whole thing exploded. Did you hear it? So like maybe like maybe like four bars before the guitar comes in, maybe. Yeah. Two or four before the guitar comes in, the clave. That's a that's a party. That's a it's full awesome. fucking party. party. That's <laughs> awesome. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy. Fucking great. Wow. So as you guys build the track and like you've been putting in beats and all this good stuff, um, a lot of times in production you're getting pretty close to the end of 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 the adding of stuff. You do the drums and percussion last. And this is what we're hearing. So why don't you talk about that technique of how how you do it and just just the process of it? It's um it's not by a rule like sometimes the drums and percussion are the first thing you know it just happened to be in this particular instance um whoops uh, it it turned out that way just because it just just it just ended up being that way um, I think as you hear the song coming together and you, you get a bigger picture the bigger picture it, it, sometimes it's easier to see where where something last minute might improve things or where maybe last minute you take out a bunch of things. We tend to, we do, we'll, we'll do that either or. 
So in this particular case, I just wanted that New Orleans party vibe to be elevated, and that's why we, we did it this way, since that was the last part we did. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and the one thing that, you know, it, it's just, I can't state enough about you, Anthony, and Bronson's good this way, but, I mean, it's not easy to play a shaker, to play a shaker well, to play, like, you know, everyone thinks they can do it, and it's it's not the, it's when it comes back the noise there's so many little noises that when you listen to your percussion things it's sometimes not when you hit it, it's when you bring it back it's all in a groove and you just make it look so easy and it's not it's well not. thank you that's really quite <laughs> well because i know i know when i link my percussion when i loop it i find one good one that i like in time and then i i put it on the grid to where i need it to be right. but it's more about the performance of the sound so actually getting a good sound and then getting in time or not in time but like it feels like it's real because i know we've done claps and when we clap together karyati doesn't use them when we're out of phase that's yeah the more off they are the better they sound but it's the right off again it's the the right imperfect perfect i guess is the sort of the, the thing yeah. yeah and you've been doing it so long that is it because I know when we first started working out, you'd work out a lot of parts. You would write out fills and you'd write out. Yeah. Nowadays, do you just do it all by your gut? Yeah, I mean, it depends. For the most part, I just, I feel it, you know? And like you heard me try, trying like upbeats and I'm like, oh, <laughs> whoops, no way, you know? <laughs> Some of the Tom parts when we were working on the Toms, I felt like it was the Trogs tape, you know? The <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> The one, the the the, yeah, the the Tom Tom thing. Yeah, yeah it's like when it's, no, fuck no, it's not pump 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 pump. <laughs> Have you guys heard that? It's this. It's funny. It's a bootlegs of the Trogs in the studio, and they're guy, they're working on the Tom Tom part. You have to listen to it. You'll, you'll cry laughing. That, I, for a minute, I felt like we were the Trogs there. <laughs> Except and, that we weren't fighting. They yeah. were fighting. Yeah. I mean, fighting. they were fighting over Tom parts. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. You, like I said, it was pretty quick, but I did cut it. Down. you did do a couple of takes it's not like no. the, the hours. seven hours it took yeah. you to line up yeah, all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, but you did do some takes and yeah. i kind of got the points where like you know and i don't know from you Cariati, like you know which one you use too like i kind of well just... we kind of usually when we do it it'll be like say say uh we track uh a shaker and then when we're done um we usually just go through them together. Like yes. Anthony was like, "Oh yeah, I sound I sounded good there," and then let's try use like these three. Bars, yeah, that's kind of you what know. you do. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how it usually goes. And it's usually usually it's the last take, or like he knows a good take, like like on that one, yeah, the shaker one. Stopped, it was like yeah. yeah, it was like two before. He's like, "I'm gonna try it again," but that one was the one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it just kind of uh, gets better as you, the more you do it. Other times it's like the first time is the one. So it's like I, I have the thing where like the tape will go on and I'll play something that I'm not even thinking of and I listen back to it and I'll be like, "Well, my part sucked, but that part at the beginning I'll never play again." And like <laughs> That's it's it. perfect. It's like what the hell? It's like I get to show to Bronson to figure out, you know? Like, <laughs> That's cool. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just learned that in Logic, if it only works if you're using MIDI, of course, but before you hit record, it actually stores like your 30 seconds before. Oh, wow. So you can actually go, oh, I wasn't recording, but I played exactly what I wanted to play. And you can go into like, uh, and go grab any, you know, you can have it be thir last 30 seconds and it shows up. That's crazy. And it's right That's there. That's <laughs> pretty cool. Only MIDI though. It's still, well, it's still cool. Yeah, that's yeah. still cool though. Cause you know, the thing I've learned from you, 
always be recording, especially in these days of digital. It, yeah. yes. Even when you're setting up record. Mm. record. You never know what you're going to get. Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll need a lot of crashes. Just like, I think the top of the chorus, maybe like a soft mallet hit on the top of the pre-chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, it's super yeah. simple. No, no elaborate shit. Crashes. You want to do well on the pre-chorus, uh, top of pre-chorus? Yeah. I'll do that one first. It's more like a... Is that a garbage? Garbage game. Might be better with the stick. One more time. I think the mallet might be better. I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's just more act, more real. Yeah. So that was a stick before? Is that your Crash of Doom? I think so. It is. I love that thing. It's great. The chorus? I don't think so, but that, the cymbal that's cut off needs like a delay tail, like Oh, okay. Like one of those, like Lucy okay. in the Sky with Diamonds ones. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like a tape echo, like shh, 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 Okay. This is ending up in the most epic, <laughs> epic production of all. <laughs> that's just because we created a whole new section. Yeah. <laughs> When does one of your productions not become epic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, I don't think we talked about it in the last break. Um, one thing that I really, I've learned from you and kind of do is you're kind of um, putting, I want to say piecemeal, but you're putting the drums together in parts. You're not like playing one core, you're not taking one take, you know, yeah. like you're putting in where it's necessary. And I don't know if that's, you know, if you play in a band situation, you should think a drummer has to do all his stuff at once. You know, you overdub a hi-hat or something. Like, explain some about that sure. process. Sure. I mean, there are some songs that, that a, a, li a live drum performance is great, and we've done plenty of that as well. But um, over the years, I love having certain layers together. Like, we do things where we use very speed on the toms, like we'll, and we'll do passes of the toms at a much faster speed. Um, that, and then when you slow it down, it's just adds this really rich kind of rubber ball kind of quality reminds me of the Beatles I mean I'm a huge influence influenced by you know the, those records how they sounded and they did a lot of very speed tricks and uh, it's just and also from a mix standpoint it's nice to have like things separated because if you have a drummer like wailing on a crash ride and it's that crash ride is in every mic you're limit you're kind of limited um, as to how you're going to balance that and that works for certain styles of music you know like certain you know but in in a situation like this it's having the uh, control to you know ultimately have everything separate yeah but, and, and and by by having that too you can actually do something unrealistic in a good way um with the beat um because like they the way they sound it's like um we're back to like star wars shit yeah uh, you know yeah. It, it, it's like it's real but it's not but it's real yes. you know that's cool yeah and um is there anything um you just kind of go by your gut, but when you're doing this, is is there some, like in this one you had crafts, but is there something that you like must have, or is there, it's a more song, but something for this, like, um, like there was just the crashes that you needed to add. It, felt, it just felt like it needed it in a couple of spots, you know, just yeah. to kind of create that little emphasis. You know, I listen to like Def Leppard, for instance, give an example of a, you know, I'm a huge fan of Mutt Lang's productions. Growing up, I analyzed them and listened to them millions of times. 
and it's like there's so many crash symbols it's like it, there, there's this but they're really well arranged but uh, over time things change it seems like you know crashes come and go in vogue you know true. and there's some songs that have zero crashes in them mm -hmm. and i'm like wow i really like that no, no crashes that's cool mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of like it comes and goes like when's the last time you heard a crash symbol in a pop song i mean i don't think you know yeah, yeah, yeah. they they replace uh a lot of them they replace what would have been a crash with a sound like a white noise yeah or a white noise filter or, sweep. or filter sweep yeah you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's it, you know, that in place of a uh, crash symbol. Yeah, crash yeah, symbols no, are pretty old fashioned, mm -hmm. really. Yeah, at no, this yeah. point. no, but I really, for people who yeah. get the, the idea of you don't have to create a drum track with a drummer. Yeah. Yes, you do, but like some, yes, you can, but some of the things you've been saying, even if you have a good drummer, some of these separations are great to have because someone like you or some good drummers we know, they can, they can play the kick the whole track, you know, and they'll do it and like you'll have that separation and mm -hmm. because you you don't like to loop stuff but you you sometimes having paste. yeah some, sometimes sometimes having the control over those different elements sonically can really be nice like when you have a kick drum that's isolated and you don't have snare bleed i mean i mean you know it's like if you listen to like the first cars record they they recorded everything uh separately and the roy thomas baker you know those those tom sounds it's just ridiculous so that was kind of when i first got the clue that you could do that you know was was reading about that process that he did back with the cars and what makes it so amazing is you know your guys feel then you're able to put that into this groove that everything just sounds like it was played by an orchestra one person you know right which is amazing fun it is fun it is really fun to construct because like you said you can add this element once you can change it gives you that star wars stuff it gives the listener a, a complex journey so that when they hear the song again and again they're like oh i never heard that before oh i never heard that before those are the records i grew up with you know that, that make you want to hear them again and again and, and i and i having recorded these songs or like recorded half of them i the stuff i listen to every time i'll hear something different or a part that Oh, that is really groove, like because it, it just fits. It just feels like it's a part of it, you know. And that, yes. that's why it's good. That's why the the era of cut and paste everything and making everything the same in each section, kind of wears. It doesn't have the same shelf life. I don't feel. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Definitely. That's true. I agree with that. I think I think when you like import a song and you look at the wave, and it's like exactly the same three times, like exactly the same. It's like. Yeah. And I know it's music by eye, but it's like there's nothing different here. It's like I just listen to it once, and it's just the same thing repeated twice. And for a lot of people, it's just hearing that message over and over is all they need. You know, it's like there's mm -hmm. different levels of people's oh. involvement with a music production and a song. You know, different types of fans. You know. Yeah, and I'm not with this podcast. I, I when I produce music for people, I understand that. But me personally, I like some of our songs are two chords, but I don't know they're two chords when we write them. You know, I, I want to push what we do and like, like, I don't necessarily want to listen to the rest of the world, but I want to do what I want to do. Like, I don't care that, you know, a lot of pop music is just one note now. That That's, that's, well, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a being the true essence of a being an artist. And if you think about chord changes, you know, like say, say you two, some of their big songs, like from Joshua Tree or whatever, a lot of times it, the sections are the same chord progression, but the way they construct their melodies and everything else 
that goes from section to section and creates these unbelievable some of the greatest productions of all times you know um, were done that way so there's really no rules and then you can go back even further to like earth wind and fire and there's nine million chord changes and it's super hooky and it works you know there's no back to there's no rules there are rules but you know once you learn them you can break them yeah and 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 and, and what i've always said is a good song is a good song there you go so like that's it it doesn't matter what genre is it's like every genre of music i can give you a song i like and like really like and hey you know maybe i'm not a big country music fan but i can tell you three country music songs to listen to and if you don't think they're good songs you don't know music you don't know song that's interesting yeah that's that's that 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 that, that's what it is like that's why you have people who come out of nowhere because they can grab that song you know yeah that's really you know i mean kurt cobain i think was the ultimate lightning rod of that i mean i mean what did he have that the other five bands from that that same place which some i like even better but he will be the icon of the well harmonically what he did was so rich and 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 unique and and special um you know people analyze it now like rick beto's channel like you can hear him talking about kurt cobain and how what a genius he was there's a lot of subtle things that are just oh and, and having heard his bootleg of them before dave Grohl was in the band you could get in his, I never thought much of his guitar playing, but hearing him live from the thing, he was playing guitar completely different than whatever. I don't know how we tuned or whatever. But it's just these noises that made sense to him and were so ahead of the time, you know? Just his use of like my, minor and major chords that are untraditional in a chord progression were yeah. amazing. When the first busy horn comes in, I'll show you. Check this out. Busy horns come in. Of course, the busy horns. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to do one use on the busy horn. Break it up. So it's like. And then off. And on. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's. Off. You know what I mean? Or is that going to work? Or maybe just, yeah, maybe that piece too. Yeah, if that works. That should work. That might be enough. What do you think? Same thing, twice, right? Same phrase. Yeah, yeah. that would make more sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then it just makes it. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's different. different. Yeah. yeah, it's different, but. I think it'll be okay. We can always copy. Yeah. It might be cool to just copy that first piece and then push the whole thing over. Oh, we can't. Getting too clever now. I, was, I have a feeling that that might need to start. See that that, that that is too square. You know what I mean? Okay, if that's the case, we need to take it actually from from here. Yeah. See what I'm saying though? It's like it's syncopated and then there's a break and then it comes in square. It's just, 
just it makes it more funky when it swings like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that should be that, what you have. Same chords, right? So it should work. I like it better. Great. Much better. It's too, too square. We'll do the whistle tomorrow. <laughs> All right. You've had enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big party. This is a little piece de resistance. Party without the alcohol. All right. So um, in that little section there, when you were working on the beat, cutting it off, do you want to explain a little bit what... Because what, it's a little tough to... I understand what you're doing, but maybe you can understand, tell like people I who I think maybe... we were, it was a guitar part we were editing, weren't we, Carriati? No, it's the horn part. Oh, the horn part, the yeah. horn part. Yeah. Gotcha. That's right. No, I was just trying to create space in it and make it a little bit funkier. There was that one part that was uh, just so on the beat and it just, it just felt like it was holding it back. Yeah. You know, just the last minute, you know, and this is at the end of a long day. It's like, you know... Sometimes like, this is the kind of thing where you could come in the next morning and go, "Oh shit, why did I do that?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. No, that actually ended up ended up working out really well. Cause, it like, does. It, yeah, because it, 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 uh, uh, and Anthony was right. It's like it needs to be uh, funkier. Yeah. Because like what we had before, it was cool, but it was like you know on the beat, on the beat, on the beat, and then we happened to have like on the turnaround, um, um, at some point, uh, the horn was doing off the beat. All syncopated, and then we just end up taking those, and then put them to when whenever the uh, the turnaround happens, and it's all uh, funky. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. That's just stuff that you just kind of yeah. you just you just stumble into it. I mean, I mean, obviously, I heard something. Um, but it, but it, but um, I think one of the bigger things because this is basically the last time we hear the end section. Yeah, because right. it's coming up on a few the mix um and. Um, we're not going to have it on tape. Um, part of you did such a good job arranging it, as you've heard. Like, we're now at another iteration of this version. Like, you know, of the ending. You know, you chopped it down. Sure. It was right. like a minute. You, you made it. You made it so the vocals came in early. So you're always like refining, refining the refining. arrangement. And then when I finally heard it, um, I I basically I didn't actually kind of. You did such a good job, Carrie. that. I basically mirror his guitar with a banjo, like Anthony's rhythm guitar. All right, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this banjo ukulele I put in had this right timbre that when it fit with the horns, I didn't actually realize I play the same rhythm as your guitar, basically. Right. Pretty much. Um, but the timbre of the banjo ukulele with the horns really brings it to that New Orleans thing. You it, know? It's it. You know, it's funny when I first when you first sang adding banjo, I visually in my mind I was like, "There's so much shit there. Do we really need that?" And I I wasn't sure. And then when I heard it, I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." So it, was, it surprised me. When know? I heard it, that was the only thing that was missing. I knew the timbre of that instrument right. would just make it sound like. You were actually on the street there. It's, it was, it was <laughs> and, a great and, idea. And but but I didn't realize till I heard the thing that I was I mirrored your guitar exactly. You had it so well blended with the other things, and then when I heard it, it's in there. It's like that's at one frequency, and then my banjo's at another, and yeah. it really cuts. But it's just like so. It's more like 
I played a part that accents what you were there. I didn't even realize it. I'm amazed Cariati was able to get the banjo to read the way he did. Like, cause there's so much going on there. You, you, I swear with my little banjo ukulele, like that song, Bye Bye Baby, I don't know how you, like, you get it to sound like a drum and I never hear that when I'm playing it. Like, like you get these timbres out of it that when oh. I record, I do not get. Yeah, they were just on hyper mode. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great because it's just, it just, it turns into something different, you know. It was a great element to add. It was brilliant. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but this, this I was the same way too when uh, when we heard about the ideas. Like, uh, we both like I, I, I don't know if we need another instrument in there. There's so much going yeah. on. Because <laughs> that's the funny. And then we put it in. And it's like, oh yeah, this is gonna work. Because the funny <laughs> thing, because the funny thing is when I heard it, I heard something missing. Yeah. Like I didn't hear you guys. I right. like with the same way you don't see the hours we like when we dump the stuff to you you don't have the attachment to the tracks we do so if you decide right. not to use one of our guitar tracks you don't know if that took us two minutes True. or two or days, two days. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. so that part of it that element i didn't have i didn't listen to these tapes till afterwards so i didn't know how long whatever and how attached so it's right. like that kind of separation is good in a project when you trust the people around you I agree. because it's like because yeah. you gain new perspective yes uh, you know and i think i, I think this is really a, a very important point is in theory sometimes you think something's going to be a certain way but until you hear it you don't know and a lot of times it's really easy to say oh that's not going to work but you know you got to give people a chance and let and, and listen to their idea because it, it could change and uh, and a lot of times some of my favorite mixes from you i have to listen two or three times because um not as much with um, electric lecture but with my other artists uh, right. Asia this stuff is just and it's it's you guys just have this like sound you make that it, it, it's not the demo it's something brand new and you sometimes have to accept that don't get demo itis like you'll see later on I get it but don't get be open when you're working with very creative people because like you said that give and take gets a piece of art that you would never get by yourself that's a really good point mm -hmm. yes. yeah being open-minded yes open mind and give it give it like time. if you if you don't like it right away and it's not because someone's out of tune or out of time give it something because some of the stuff i've had the some of the stuff i like right away sometimes maybe the mixes don't whatever and then some of the stuff that it's just been completely it's like it's perfect you know it's just but also you know when you don't like something you speak up right away like there was that one time we had the circada hats and we're like get rid of those circada hats <laughs> well there, there, there's but some of the stuff more for me it's like you said certain style like in this in this we're kind of going for tom petty some of the other music it's like yeah but that's what everyone in the style's doing and sometimes i accept it sometimes that's why i freaking hate that style of music you know it's like i want it done like this yeah right that's good we love working with people that know what they like i mean yeah. and, and there's a lot of people that have trouble knowing what they like so that, that's a big plus and what i would say to people who that has that either really be defined or be open because music what is popular today in terms of sounds are not going to be popular 10 years from now or maybe like it's just you just don't know like what you like you yeah. know yeah. and like yeah. and like what you tell me and <laughs> for you guys as long as you can hear the vocals and understand them this is for pop music that's the most <laughs> important that is that's that's true and, and i think what a lot of people miss and i think i've been guilty of this um in the past is 
sometimes chasing like a certain like commercial quality. Um, by the time you catch up with the the trend, it's already in a hairspray commercial, and you're kind of making a fool out of yourself. You know, sometimes you just got to be yourself and and wait for that to come around. Or yeah. or, or kind of like some of the stuff in the film stuff, just don't ever change. Yeah. Like no, no, because like if you shoot on eight super eight film or process it, it's like yeah, it's changing, but there's still a market for it. Like, I mean, two-inch tape has gone away, but some of your old skills that you got, that's why you guys do it so well. It's like, and if you had to go back to it, not like you want to, you could do it and you right. could get the same results. It would be a painstaking. Carrie, how do you want to go mix on two-inch? Spend half the day rewinding. No. <laughs> it'll be just, it'll, it'll be two-inch, like, transferred directly into Pro Tools. Like, <laughs> and then that's that. I did, I, I, did, I, did, I did a project on two-inch, and that was actually nice, though. The time when stuff rewinds. Yeah. It's like there's no, there's like a time to. Well, yeah, that's kind of yeah. true. Yeah, yeah I kind of like, miss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. now it's like you do, you do a take, say you you do a verse, and then it's like the verse is done. It's like okay, take two, and then within within less than ten seconds, you're yeah. on take two. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with tape, it's like okay, I got my memory here, but then it's gonna take about a minute. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, but <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not just that. Oh God! <laughs> there, Any, are other, there are other factors. Anyone who says stuff about doing that stuff, a two-inch tape machine, every time you use it, has to be calibrated, yes. clean. Yeah, if, if you want, if you want to do it properly. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. If you like don't want stuff, even even da uh, daily, daily. Like, uh, every yeah. time you start, you want to check the email, you want to make sure all the readings are still the same as the one that you did yesterday. If not, you tweak it. Maybe maybe there's a way to. Um is this the, is that both loops together? The new one, the one that I came up with, with mixed with theirs. Yeah. It is a, it is a second verse. Yeah, I but mean, try try wanna... try. You must have the door. Try two bars. Just yeah, try it. Must it. have I just been feel hot. like it's in the I just winter. Feel like it's, it's it's busy. You know, <laughs> it just felt it feels it, it it just it distracts me from the story and it's super '90s, which I like, but I think. The, the, the breaks might be welcome, like, even if it's like two bars. Uh, both? No, just the second one. Second verse, two bars. Of, of no, 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 like both uh, both loops. Um, try try one at a time. Like first start with the, the Optigan one um, out, and then the, the other one out, and then both out. It's just going to be a kick drum, an acoustic. And the... And the the percussion, the new percussion, right? There's a new shaker, right? Shaker. Yeah, I think it's going to be great.
go that route, we should mute something else, because right now it's sounding like it's lacking. Okay. Uh, maybe the guitar? Maybe either the, the bass. Either the guitar or the bass. I would say the bass. The guitar is the busy part, the bass is not busy. We could try 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 either one. We'll do one at a time. Start start with the uh, whatever your instinct is for this. I didn't mind it like that at all, but I'm, I'm totally yeah. It feels because yeah. like you know, like you go from like the, you you're gonna have like a big the vocal is gonna be big yeah, and then it just goes like just too simple like okay. it's it, too simple or like just go like totally yeah uh, you know make like, it more obvious exactly. All right, well try try acoustic first off since that's going the whole time. Kind of looking for drastic. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's make not, it more. It's it wasn't not drastic, drastic enough. I know. I, I agree like, with you. Yeah. That's the most you hear you guys fight. It's not even fighting. Okay, let's go the other way. I think the bass is still carrying it. It still, it still feels like it's like half ass. You know. <laughs> You're killing the bass now? Killing the bass now. Leave the guitar in. Alright. Maybe the keyboard too. Oh, I dig the keyboard. I like the army uh, chord. This is more like it. I like it. Yeah. And I wanted to feature the army chord. That's, that's what I love. Favorite. So um, what I think this shows is you're you're pretty far along in the mix. I mean, Karate's gonna do, but you just had an idea, yeah. And there's no reason to express it. It this um, rearrangement or turning off of stuff in the second verse like makes the second verse like it it, and it just shows in the process that it was just an idea came to your mind in a moment and and then Cariotti took it to the next level because I was exactly. I was going to be too subtle with it and if you're going to do something make it make it make you know he has a great point uh, make it happen like make you know push it make it do something like obvious know? deliberate yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think you make the point if you didn't get it in the take that if you're going to cut stuff off I think what you're saying is really do it don't yeah. just yeah, 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 don't yeah, just yeah. cut one thing make it so people hear well it. sometimes when you cut one thing it, it does the job but exactly. we, the, the goal is to 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 make it sound like it's really deliberate like you don't have to think about it and that's like something change you know mm -hmm. yes that was the goal yeah it really works well and what Anthony says which is really cool is yeah you hear the omnichord part in different parts but this now it's really featured, featured yeah, yeah you hear it differently because there's nothing else but now the attention is to the vocal and that and yes. I love that yeah. it's like like, yeah, I love that sound so much. And that that shaker made that second verse groove so much. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and with so much and taken away, and now it grooves a little harder. Yeah. Uh, what did what did you uh, so what did you guys do about this? Because you said uh, like, does the shaker make an entrance? Yeah. You're asking like, because like right away, do you feel like the shaker? Do, yeah. If, yeah. If it's that. too subtle, then it's not really making a statement. So it's sometimes you got if you take stuff out, you got to turn other stuff up to make f for the the whole. You know, and like, what do you want to feature there? So yes, since that's, that's awesome. A, yeah, yeah, it worked out. Really, um, really cool. I mean, the point for me is just you know, when you're doing a mix, not not always be questioning, but don't be afraid to. You know, no, yeah, you're making a move. Yeah. Make a mo big move. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't come to you until like you know the almost the, the, the fiftieth listen, and it's like ping. Oh yeah. Oh, I have that more when I write in my other thing because it comes to you. But this is why nonlinear editing 
is amazing because exactly, this yeah. wouldn't this would have been pain in the ass the whole way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thinking oh. of it then, you know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Be, so, yeah, you'd be screwed. So this is the beauty of the creativity of today. Sure. Well we we still have to do this in a sweaty band room. Okay. Yes. And we'd have to do it before we record. Yeah, right. It has to be pre planned. Yeah. And then it'd yeah. be like, okay, when we get to this verse, go to just go to your kick drum. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But it, yeah. But in some senses, like I don't have a band anymore and it's hard to have five people. But that is why the people in my old group were good musicians because we had to do that we had to rehearse for a month before we recorded because you you couldn't go in the studio and fuck up yeah. you know you had to play you, you're paying a thousand dollars for the day you had to play do it right, right. you know yeah. and if you couldn't someone got you know brought in for you and it wasn't a bad thing but it's just like yeah. you were paying so much money it was about writing a song and getting right work mm -hmm. nowadays we have endless options and, and, which but, is good and bad yeah. Good and bad, but I think you guys just showed why it's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Overall, for sure. Okay. Overall, yeah. overall, for sure. But yeah, yes. We're not going down that wormhole in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, that's, it's like things you should not do in Pro Tools. I kind of miss the, the sweaty band, band rooms with metal bands, you know? Like it's, like, it's like, you know, beer and like sweat and like. Well, well, dun, 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 well, you know, well like, Infinite Santa, the yeah. movie, I, that, that's basically how how I did it. The drummer wasn't drinking, but I just kept pouring beer down Todd's throat and he just kept playing more metal riffs, you know? That's metal. No, there's a lot of nostalgia for that era when, where you had to make a lot of plans ahead. Well, um, it's different mm -hmm. now. It's it's a whole different art now. It's funny, it, I mean, but the, the, the principles are the same. It's just how doubt. you get there. Without a doubt, and, and I don't know, I mean, it, times change. Yeah. I just remember when I was in Boston, there was something like 10,000 bands I, mean, I couldn't even imagine that in Boston now. I don't know if there are 10. Like, you know, it's the idea of people, that many people wanting to do something. I mean, I think more music equipment gets sold now, but I don't know if people... You have more people doing it themselves, like in their bedroom, you know, which is cool too. That's like, you know... Which yeah. is cool, but I, I really think I'd encourage people to find a producer, find a partner, because even though, like, Bronson's amazingly talented, it's a give and take. It's, it's, it, 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 you're not going to have that synergy. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and someone like how many times I've written something and you said, that's great. And I'm like, really, you know, and it goes kind of the same way you need someone. And sometimes you should play something and you don't get a reaction to it. You're like, well, maybe that's not a good riff, you know? It's, 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 yeah, it's good to bounce stuff off people. I, I find like, especially with lyric writing, if I try to write my own lyrics, it's like, I can get lost in 14 pages of complete garbage you know <laughs> and, 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 and yeah. I think I think I think lyric writing is sometimes really like it's it's when you're working with someone else like I throw out joke lines to you all the time yeah. and they end up being the chorus you'll change one word that's you know? why in Nashville a lot of the big country writers they write in in groups of three um, uh, very uh, two and three I mean yeah. so, and even the person who's just writing the stuff down who doesn't even contribute gets a third you know that's why they have this saying change a third get a change, change a, a word, word get, get a third <laughs> that's right baby <laughs> no but it's true I, I think with lyric writing sometimes having a, a some extra cooks really uh, helps people balance out like the the triteness and the, the cleverness and makes makes the the optimum decisions mm -hmm. like whereas you try to do it yourself sometimes it's like what was i thinking you know? and and I, I in my creative writing when i do have a partner but a lot of times it comes from one thing and until you show something to someone 
Because some of the stuff I fucking hate, I think is terrible. People reading like, this is the best thing I've ever written. And it's like, because I won't like something about the character. It irks me, but it doesn't mean I didn't do it well. Yeah. You know, so that's, though, good. that's a good point. It, well, it's like music. Like, how many musicians do you know who a lot of we everyone we know loves it? But there's a lot of talented people who doesn't don't like playing music. They just and then like you can't be a, you you can be a good musician, but you're gonna never be great. Well, there's a universe of people that are amazing musicians for one minute on Instagram, but they never write a song. You know? Oh, you know, sure. I mean, it's just it, there's all kinds of different. Uh, Different and, and, levels. And some of the best songwriters, when you go see them play, it's like they might not play perfectly, sing in time, but like you'll never be them because they have that soul. That's mm -hmm. the soul of a songwriter. Yeah, you know? it's true. Someone else can interpret their song better. But Yeah, that is a fine line. Like writing on your own, writing with people. Sometimes you will write differently on your own. And you write with people, you write differently. And I, like, there's a lot of times you like... Uh, for me, learning about mixing, I'll learn things about songwriting. In learning about mixing, if you apply the same, the guy's like, I'm about to turn on a mix I worked on all night. I'm going to play it for my wife. And he goes, like, the second he turns it on, he now hears, oh, that's too loud. Oh, that's too much. You're and listening through somebody else's start, ears. And she doesn't have to say a word. Sometimes, even for me, it's like, I didn't even turn it on. And I already know, like, okay, I don't want to play it. There's, like, four <laughs> things to fix. I think with writing, a lot of the times that's true. If you're, in, you, you won't just write your own song. One thing I've I've been kind of studying some of the um, the current big songwriters in pop. You know, um, whether it's Max Martin or mm -hmm. uh, you can find like videos of them discussing um, songwriting. And and one thing I never really thought of is is they'll they'll find a cadence of notes, and you'll have a guy. I think it was Ryan Tedder, I can't even pronounce his name, he has a, a master's class, and he was talking, he was critiquing a song for somebody, and it was an amazing song, but he said, you know, it's these notes that you hit in the chorus, you've already hit them too much in the verse, in the pre-chorus. He's like, you know, why don't you just don't hit that note at all yeah, in the pre-chorus, pre and save it for the chorus, <laughs> yeah. and it was a minor change, but all of a sudden that chorus just jumped out, and these are things, I mean, Th that That's such a smart Yep, I was figuring out a song recently <laughs> that you guys did, and you you did that in one of your songs. Exactly, you saved a note because there are only so many notes. Yeah, and you want something to be like uplifting, and if, if people have been hearing that note again and again and again, all right, then the chorus is anticlimactic. Uh -huh. So these are all just little devices that we can all learn from yeah. each other. Definitely, definitely, and hopefully, people listening to this will be inspired by what we do to just sure. keep doing what they do because. We can't really offer anything other than what our perception yeah, and our what we like. Yeah, you know? and I think a really big thing to show here is like we're we're this is a time where you kind of have to be able to make music on your own. Like it's expected of any one musician that you're gonna do that you can do everything. You know, on sure. your own. Oh my god! And it's so important to like show stuff to people or. It doesn't have to be like your every day you work with other people, but it's so good to have someone else mix stuff for you, if you know what I yeah, mean. Sure. Or, and to really learn like how good this per, you know, how good someone can be at this, or how good someone could be at this. Yeah. When right now we kind of have a generic, you know, understanding. And and this is this is kind of like you're going to like a lot is put on the artist, and you're expected should be able to do a lot of things and do them well and that's why you know yes i do pay for you guys but having a team of people 
Sure. Um, because Cariati, you, you go have your expertise, and it's like everybody ev- contributes. And something. Yeah. when you when you know what people can do, that's when you get. And this isn't just for music. This is in life when you can get people if your company to do that are good. Don't try and do it for them. Well, you know this this is an interesting topic, and I, I don't know if it's totally on no, topic, but um, you know sometimes people come to us after spending like a ton of money somewhere, and and they have something that's they're really unhappy with and they're like they're like you know we spent all this money and we did all this thing and then Cariotti and I will like will send it to us and then well it's going to take a couple of days a couple of days and it's like well it's there's some things that need to be done and then you know we get under the hood and Cariotti's like oh my god I just realized that these bass the bass and drums are like just totally not together you know and like and this is and it's like you're, you're the bearer of bad news to, to people because they, they they don't really know sometimes you know and so hey you know it's like it's kind of like your mechanic you know it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that might be the downside is they might not want to trust you well, well that that's a, that they might that, not want that's to that's the thing because sometimes they don't trust you they they're don't. like they're like oh, oh oh these guys are trying to extort something <laughs> well, from well, us, you know but it's not because so we're, we're trying to do a good job because, yeah and and like we you know we have a reputation and you know we want we want whatever that comes out of here is gonna be like up to a standard yes. otherwise we'll be so fucking embarrassed you know if it sounds like shit yep and and when I when I hear other people's music and it's good but I hear the little subtleties that mm-hmm. I, I can hear in my things I know what you change and I mm-hmm. know where it goes it's so hard to be nice and explain to someone what like because you know, yeah. no, no, nothing's really out of time nothing's out of tune but it all, like you said, it all needs to be kind of focused. Like, and it's like shift like you did, like in your mastery of it is, and, and that is, it's all those little details in the hours that I weren't on tape that in your right. years that like, it's so hard to explain. And then when people hear the final result, I don't think they can, like, it, like you said, it, it's they, a, they yeah. don't know. In this particular yeah. case, a, the, the mix that they got was drowned in like lots of reverbs and delays and everything, which were kind of shrouding the issue of it all being kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's it, like, they, it's like a they, veil. They, yeah, they, yeah, they took an easy way out. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this will count. You won't hear You won't hear this in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they realized that it's like all wow. really sloppy as hell. But then it's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll fix it in the mix, reverb. That, that's, yeah. that's how yeah. I feel when I yeah. give you the mixes to you. <laughs> it's like, no, I usually just do dry. But, but, then, but then when you do too much of that, then the music starts to lose energy yes. because, because there's no more focus, there's no more anchors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, you know, like the artists uh, that was uh, here with us when we're doing, you know, we're, we're do, we, we redid the vocals and then mm-hmm. we try to explain and he kind of got it. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's why it's like, it sounds great. Uh, in the studio, but then I took it to my car, and it's like uh, it sounds nothing like it, and it's like lacking energy. This and this, yeah. uh, and, and yeah. you know, we try to explain it. It's like, well, yeah, that's the thing. When you when you try to drown everything with reverb, then everything starts to sound far away. They're loud, but they're far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then you don't feel the power anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. It's you know? so it's it was a, a tough process, but everybody ended up being super excited about it. So that's fulfilling for us to yeah. to take something and you know take it to the to where they really wanted it to go i mean that's the that's that's, it's really great yeah yeah and that that's you know that's what it's all about for us that's what it's all about and you work with so many different artists and so many different styles of music and like you said at the beginning it's really about what they're 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 trying to do and what music and everything has their own different style but there's certain like 
universal factors. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that yeah. is that is true for basically all Western music. Yeah. That like <laughs> like yeah. Western music, not mm. you know, um so you know that like if you don't apply, people aren't gonna turn it on. Celebrated this morning, champagne through straw. Wow. Can't get to where you're going if you don't know where you are. I don't Everything is gonna work this time. Everybody's gonna sing along. I just gotta write another song. Everything is gonna work this time. Everybody's gonna sing along. I just gotta write another song. Okay, so we're getting very close to the end of the mix. Um, I know it might not seem that they've been arranging stuff, and like I said, a lot of the sounds you just, like we talked about earlier, you kind of go as you're working. Like it seems like you. Right. Um, so now we're at the final stage of of mix, and you you usually approach the vocals. Yeah, last. yeah that's usually the last. So the, the, the last the, stage, that little yeah. thing is what you. But in- uh, the last uh, the last stage is also usually the most time uh, spent. Like vocal is usually like about half a day or more. Yeah, and why don't you could you explain a little bit about what you're doing in that time? Oh, what what we heard there? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Okay. Like, so, that? like the first one that you heard, that was the lead vocal, but I think only one of the channels. <laughs> oh, was that like the bu- like the thickness? Yeah, that was you, that. That was oh, one yeah. of the thick the thickness. The thickness was o- already uh, applied with you know like the compression and stuff, mm-hmm. but then that was like uh, split into another channel, and then uh, that was a distortion. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm being used but it, it was it was a distortion like us yeah only up to uh maybe sounds sounds like up to like 2k but nothing above it and then like really uh you can't really hear it well here but uh if you solo it on speakers you can hear that there's it's got a lot of um uh addition in this like this yeah um you know like yeah, a, around around, around 200 mm-hmm. around 200 um, okay yeah but really distorted so yeah. that the the reason for distorting it so that it 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 when you mix it in it will appear uh like it's even uh-huh okay uh, the the more distort the more distorted you make it the more even it will sound when you mix it in uh in the mix oh yeah not necessarily the distortion sound no 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 because i noticed that on your solo tracks when uh, you yeah. give me the stems yeah yeah yeah. and like yeah. Uh, yeah no yeah, but yeah, you, yeah, you don't yeah. notice it when the stems no, you don't. Out, yeah exactly no, you don't. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what i figured something but then you know like all those lower frequency will just speak yeah in the mix mm-hmm. because you know in the mix you have this like everything like drums yeah. bass even, even a bass guitar uh, on little speakers oh a bass guitar yeah. on little speakers um a lot of times if it's a super low bass it's like on li- on the computer speakers you're like it's hard to yeah. hear yeah. where yeah. the yeah. bass yeah. go yeah yeah that's why yeah. that's why you put like another distort uh distorted track mm-hmm. or saturation whatever you want to call it saturation yeah, yeah. oh like uh yeah, use bass. that saturn re- that saturn yeah, Saturn. Uh, one Saturn's one, right? one of them. That's a good one. Um, and then there's um, uh, Vertigo. Is another one. Actually, Plugin Alliance has Vertigo. Vertigo. Oh, cool. Vertigo is good. 
What, um, what's the old one you used to use that uh, Crane Song had, uh, Evanescence or whatever? Oh, oh, oh uh, that's uh, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix by, by oh, Crane cool. Song. Uh, uh, yeah, I still use those sometimes. That's it's, like the very, very old, but really cool. good. But those doesn't go as drastic, though. So like on, in that vocal, mm. uh, the Phoenix would, wouldn't do the job. Okay. Yeah, you need something like a, like a distortion pedal type thing. It, cool. it needs to break up. Yeah. It needs to break up. You just control the frequency, the frequency where you want it to break. To up. start, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Soft it, yeah. yeah, and then and then you just boost that. And Very sometimes cool. you kind of hear it, but uh, most of the time you don't really hear it as disto- distortion mm-hmm. uh, as, as much as energy. Yeah, it does. No, you know? No, yeah, no, no, no. Cool. So, yeah, it's a good one. Was, no, it's really and and any. Um, so as as you were progressing, was there any? I know there's a lot. Of, we'll talk about this on other songs, but yeah, yeah, because yeah. this is like you said, it's it's a big part of. But I think overall, um, do you have a um, philosophy or concept when you're doing this part of the mix with the vocals? Like um, a little bit. It's it's more it, it, it's more like I don't know what kind of a f- effect I'm gonna use. You know, as far as uh, reverb. Um, can't remember i don't think i use any reverb at all on that one i think even the reverb that you heard is actually made by a delay yeah that sounds more diffuse so it sounds more oh, like cool. reverb it depends it, mm-hmm. it just trying to make the the listener's journey um, yeah, interesting yeah but subtly instead of like here's what i can do yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more like, you know, like, like we, we, when you hear it, if you will really, really pay attention to it, mm-hmm. um, there's actually different treatment, even on the raw track of the vocal itself between mm-hmm. verse and chorus. They're subtle, but they change. Um, like, if you really, really pay attention to it, you, c- you can actually, like, close your eyes, you listen to it, it will, it will actually change position. Oh. Um, very subtle. But I think the effect is enough for it to like change your mood between yeah, between yes. section yes. I think, well to me that's important and then when yeah. i can hear it and then when it it does it does its job well it's just very satisfying for myself <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, and 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 you're a music fan and that's yeah that's, yeah, 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 yeah yeah if and, you're and, happy and, yeah. there's nothing to be there's yeah. nothing anybody else and, can be upset and, about you know, if and, you're hope, happy. and hopefully hopefully you know like fellow geek engineers <laughs> yes. they can hear it and say like hey did you do this on this and then yeah you hear it oh cool <laughs> very cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if not, it's okay. But mm-hmm. I think it translates well uh, as far as how you perceive it. And, and you I know, th- between sections, choosing mm-hmm. choosing words to have an, an extra yeah. delay tail. Yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, you know, those yeah, those like usually that. comes uh, in the process, not mm-hmm. necessarily like early on. Like, nope. you don't really hear those you, until you hear, whole, you hear spaces for it in the mix. You're like, okay, right, All yeah. Right. And in general, you bring the vocals up. You you work you like before you auto tune you do but but you generally just bring them up for reference and then at this point that's when you start effect finding the final effect yes yeah. doing the effect and how they would sound how they would sit even um, though you might have an idea you don't kind start of do, do, you don't, kind of because you've yeah, done yeah, it yeah. so long you know that yeah because yeah, like, that's why in the beginning like we it's important to assess like okay what kind of vocals are yes. in here you know like okay we have this lead and then oh yeah we have double comes and, and, in here. And when you, you know, did the harmony. edits, like at the beginning, you have to have that right because you don't want to yeah, go yeah, back yeah. when you're mixing at that yeah, stage, yeah, yeah. like and you then, said. And then, and then also, uh, you know, in the editing process, aside from uh, fixing uh, intonation, uh, a lot of times also the timing. Uh, the yes, timing is yes, just yes. as important because, mm-hmm. um, you know, because... Minor it, little love taps, we call them. Yeah, 
Yeah, because oh, oh. like you know yes. the small six millisecond, twelve millisecond, they make a huge difference. And then that's when when you when you have it right, not perfect, not mm-hmm. on the grid, but when you have it right, you you can you can turn it up. And when it's loud, it's wonderful. Yes, you know. Whereas if it's like if it doesn't groove well and you turn it loud, it just sounds weird. You yes. know. Yes, I mean you've done that masterfully on every song we've done. But the song by Le Rev du Machine, temporary. I know my guitars. A, I know it was a loop, and I know I did not play them that laid back. You made them in that oh, song, yeah, yeah. like like I could never play because you made it around the vocals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's such a feel thing. Those are the things that like I, you craft. I just got a DM today on Instagram about that song that somebody heard on the Spotify playlist we have, oh, cool. uh, and they were commenting on. The, just how incredible that track is yeah um, and, and and like dude, and, that track is pretty trippy that's amazing <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome and if you guys haven't heard that that tra- and that, that would be a good podcast I that's guess. another one too that was written from one one loop of mine and then i played the loop and, and i showed the tuning to anthony and he instantly wrote the chorus he just wow, picked nice. up and he wrote the chorus <laughs> so yeah uh asking about the intonation what do you mean by that because so you spend so much time editing you're editing the time you're editing yeah. The intonation. So what exactly oh, is that? Oh, intonation. Uh, the uh, the the note, like where you are in uh, the tuning. Yeah, slight slight pitch variations. Yeah, pitch variation. Maybe get to a note quicker. Get yeah. to the okay. pitch quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or you know, a, mu- a musical way of using um, tuning. And and I do use auto tune, and I prefer auto tune. Cool. To uh, melodyne. To melodyne. To melodyne. Nothing against melodyne. But <laughs> and you do it. You do it all by hand. You don't. Yeah, yeah, push, yeah. You don't ever manual, push manual mode. Yeah, Ma- yeah, manual yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, with uh, a pen on a graph. Because I love to control. <laughs> 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 and you do that to everything. You do that to the bass. Uh, you... No, no. Uh, bass. A uh, bass sometimes if it's okay. really out. Because a lot. Uh, a lot of times when the bass is a little bit out of tune, it's good. Uh-huh. It's good. Okay. It makes it sound yeah, and, fatter. And, and, yeah. and, um, cool. Bass shouldn't bass always be a little sharp? I I don't know. Flat yeah, no, sharp. No, no yeah. but it's like when you yeah. play it, like you always some notes, but like you always Maybe, I, yeah. yeah, yeah you well, you tend to make it sharper because you push down. Yeah, on it. Yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, the bass itself could be like. Intimate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no comment, no comment on tracks we've recorded here. Yeah, note, note, one note at a time. That's I love funny. doing bass lines like that. <laughs> Tune for each note on your bass. <laughs> That's fun. Not. <laughs> I've heard some stuff for like um for like a uh, a lot of like metal techniques. Some of these guys talk about tuning the bass like forever. Tuning or yeah. a guy sitting next to him and when he hits that last note, he tunes it what down so he can really hit it and so he meets right. it. That's yeah, an art. Yeah. 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 And, and also too like that's also probably not the best technique because some of the best bass players I've ever known are never out of tune and they they, they well, play it. they are but then they don't but then they play it with authority that it the out of tune and this yeah it can, that sound matter. of like yeah. Yeah. that's a mean yeah. sound and that's own it, a lot yeah. of it is yeah. that tune like that drop yeah yeah exactly yeah. like a rage against the machine is like that yeah rage like yeah. that dude is one of the best, uh, you know, modern rock bass player. Well, him and Chris uh, Wilson Holm from Muse. They're Sick. like, you know, it's just like 
I mean, they dig into it, and yeah. then you can hear it. It's like it's really sharp, dude, but it's fucking awesome. It's in, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it just know? sounds good. And this is the final mix to the song.
that wraps it up for our part with Anthony and Cariati for this song. They'll be back on the next track. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening, guys. And, uh, well, well, the name of the song is Street Caviar. I don't really know where it kind of came from other than I we'd written all the words of the song and I'd seen them and I just put the two things together. It wasn't like decided. I think I just sent it in an email. It just seemed to make sense. It's yeah. a great title. Yeah, they just come yeah. from, I don't, I don't know. It just, it kind of, the song has a party vibe, but it did, the first words kind of came from a darker place. You know, it's like they've cleaned some of the stuff up here in LA, but it's still, mm-hmm. you know, it's still a pretty, this last two years, it's been kind of, you know, it's really sad to see some of the things that I've said. And, you know, we don't want to be dark in our music, but it's got to gotta have some substance. Just can't yeah. all be like, hey, drink beer and yeah, smoke and weed. Sometimes I think it comes across well when we, we start a song in this mood. And then we figure out, how do we get to the chorus? Like, the chorus <laughs> is, our, is our answer. It's like, sometimes it can be like, how we want to find a positive thing out of the yes, song. And yes. that's, you know, you're taking a negative thing in your real life. And you're figuring out what's positive about this. And that is good. That's good for everybody. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, I mean, life is like a battery. It's, it's plus and negative energy. And the more you, you got to realize it and got to kind of take from both, yep. you know, put yeah. it out there. Yeah. Stealing from Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> In the next and final episode, Bronson and I will be looking at the tracks that Anthony and Cariotti put together and kind of going over our highlights and what we love about it. See you then. Architecture. Architecture. Architecture.